welcome to Become a Unique Podcast, a place where you can be well and be you. We are all about lifestyle with a focus around wellness over here. One week we may be talking about gut health and the next week we may be having a conversation about being enough. No matter what the topic, the goal is to inform you with information and tools so we can vibrate higher as our true selves. Be ready to grow in a beautiful way. Becoming Unique is a growing podcast and would love your support by following or subscribing to this podcast. In Apple Podcasts, click the plus button. Reviews are also helpful for the podcast growth. So all reviews are appreciated. And lastly, but not least, be sure to share the podcast because the best advertisement is word of mouth. So let's get started with today's episode. Hey, y'all. So those of you that are Becoming Unique Podcast listeners already know this podcast is all about wellness. We have had so many topics from adaptogens to Ayurvedic doshas to functional medicine, and the list can go on and on and on. And as those are amazing topics within the wellness space, I wanted to bring things back to the basics. (laughs) Yes, back to the basics. So today's episode is about nutrition. Let's just bring it back to the basics. Let's just start to understand what our dinner plate should look like, you know? So yeah, let's get into today's episode and have an understanding around what nutrition is. And I know it may sound very simple, but I can say five years ago, my daily dinner plate was a drive through to McDonald's. <laughs> that was a regular thing. Driving through to McDonald's, having a cheeseburger and french fries. <laughs> that was, you know, probably about 80% of my, you know, nutritional intake. So I was not thinking at that time, you know, what should my dinner plate look like? That just wasn't in my mindset at that time. So I am so happy to bring today's conversation to um to the to the Become a Unique podcast just so we can have some understanding and some awareness around nutrition. Even though it may sound so basic, but let, let's start with the basics. Basics. <laughs> so let's get into today's episode. Let's go. Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, I have such a beautiful and amazing guest by the name of Allison. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much for having me on your podcast today. Oh, you're welcome. And thank you so much for being here with us. I am so excited to be in conversation with you. But before we jump into today's topic of nutrition, I would love to find out who is Allison? Yes, who is Alison? That's a question. I am a registered nutritional therapist. 
I've worked in the health and wellness industry for over 30 years, uh, specializing in, in women's health. Uh, my journey really started um, when I was a teenager. I had very bad skin. I had acne when I was a teenager. And this really, you know, it's a hard enough time when you're a teenager anyway, but this really, you know, not my confidence, um, having bad skin. And I was so interested in how I could help myself with nutrition and lifestyle rather than just taking medications. So that's where my interest of food uh, came in. And also I was lucky enough that my mother was a professional chef. So, you know, from, the, from a, a very small age, I was in the kitchen, you know, helping her cook. So my passion for food started also when, when I was very young. And then getting into the hormones and, and skin health, I initially worked as a esthetician, uh, specifically with perimenopausal and menopausal women working on skin health, because that is an area that a lot of women have problems with in, in later life. Very soon came to realize that you have to work on the inside as well with nutrition and, and lifestyle. So that's when I went back to university and, and studied nutrition. Uh, I'm very passionate about helping women in midlife because it, I feel it's an area that women tend to, you know, they tend to get forgotten. Uh, perimenopause, menopause and postmenopause, you know, every single woman will go through this. So I've really dedicated uh, my work to, to helping these women because there's so many things that you can do. And I'm a beekeeper. I am a keen scuba diver. And uh, I love being outside and being active. And I'm lucky enough living in Sweden that I can go skiing and, and you know, go bathing in, in the lake in the ice cold water, which is good for your immune systems. So anything outside, I like to be active. Oh, I love it. You filled us with so much beautiful information about you. Um, yeah, and I like that when you were telling your story about um, that, you know, with the skin health, you realize that it truly comes from the inside out. And that's a lot of what this whole Become a Unique podcast is all about. It's, you know, it's about the inside out, from the inside out in all levels of your life, um, spiritually, mentally, you know, and, you know, health-wise. So I love that you made that statement about, you know, you really discovered that it's from the inside out. And it's also so cool that you're a beekeeper. So, <laughs> so you make your, all your own honey and everything. Yeah, it's very spoiled. We have all our own raw honey. Um, it, it, I've been a beekeeper now for over ten, yeah, over ten years. It was something that my, myself and my husband were very interested in. Uh, you know, we've got apple trees, and we wanted to see how we could really boost, you know, the, the amount of apples we got. And we went on a course um, and did all the beekeeping. Then we then we just you actually buy like a society, and it just really escalated from there because it is. Fast, bees are fascinating I mean respect to bees and how they run their societies it's it's really is fascinating and delicious to have all that honey really delicious uh-huh so so wait a minute you say you went on the course and you about your apple trees and you get bees because of the apple trees the bees do they make the apple do the bees um do something in producing more apples for your apple tree yeah because they're pollinators Oh, they, okay. they pollinate the trees. I mean, I know all our neighbours were very happy when we got bees because they suddenly started saying that all their, you know, plants in the garden started looking better because they pollinate oh. you know, with the pollen. So oh. you get more uh, uh, apples, which we certainly saw a difference. And 
they're just lovely to to look after okay you get stung occasionally but you know that goes with the territory doesn't it being a beekeeper uh-huh. well I guess oh <laughs> you could tell I'm a city girl I'm like wow you have apple trees and bees like <laughs> it's just like a foreign language to me like what is that <laughs> so oh okay so this is good to know so if I ever get like a you know acres or a farm or something and I have like apple trees and bees I know that if I get apple apple trees I know bees will help pollinate to produce more apples oh so this is good information for me as a city girl (laughs) (laughs) okay okay so there's more I can unpack on your introduction but you know let's start get to get into today's episode and I would love for you to share with us some of your you know what the self-care look like for you Self-care for me, I am uh, very strict with self-care because, you know, you have to practice what you preach. Um, And when I work with clients, I work very closely with them and we really look into self-care. I, between 7.30 and 8 o'clock every evening, I turn off all my um, devices. You know, my, my phone, I don't work on my computer anymore because it's a time that you should spend with your family. It's a time to relax. And it's been known, you know, it's shown in research sleep wise, that if you, if you're constantly working, you know, on, on devices before you go to bed, it, it stimulates you. It, it stops the, the sleep hormone melatonin from actually being produced. So you can't sleep. So that I do, I um, like to go walking. So I try to go for a walk, maybe not every day, but uh, I love walking and I always try to keep Sundays for myself or, or for my family. So Sundays I, I try to block out my diary and, and not work at all. Um, and things like, you know, if you become stressed, what I find is very good is just deep breathing. Mm. I'm very much into finding easy things that, that, that I can do and, and obviously recommend to my clients. Um, drinking water, big glass of water in the morning and, you know, just having time to care for yourself yeah we always put ourselves at the bottom of the list don't we women Mm -hmm. we we don't we look we're carers we look after everyone else we tend to come last yeah you know I I love with your you know your self-care um regimen that you said I love that you didn't say boundaries but you describe boundaries. I love that you describe that you have boundaries. And a lot of times with self-care, you hear about the more luxurious part, parts, you know, going for a facial. But boundaries is a huge part of self-care. You put the boundaries up that 7 30, 8 o'clock, you know, everything is shut down. We're gonna take time, devices are off. I'm taking time and spending with my family. Sundays. I'm putting boundaries up. I'm not working on Sundays. So boundaries are very important when it comes to our self-care regimen. So thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing that. It's okay to say no, isn't it? It, it is mm-hmm. okay to say no. Mm-hmm. We can't say yes to everything. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh my, so thank you, thank you. Um, so today's topic is about nutrition and you gave us a little bit of your story about how you got into the nutrition field with your introduction is there anything else we need to know about what brought you to where you are at today um well what I mean I've worked like I say in the in the health and wellness industry over 30 years and and what I focus on now I specialize in uh women's health so 
perimenopause, menopause and postmenopause. So that specific area in a woman's life, which can start roughly, it's very individual, but around the age of 45, mm-hmm. you know, onwards. When we're, when we're in what we call postmenopause, that, that's when you've gone through menopause, um, mm-hmm. you know, the rest of our lives. And we, we're living longer now. A woman can be in postmenopause for over 30 years. So yeah. that's the area that I work with. I work, I work globally with clients, really supporting them through nutrition, lifestyle and mindset uh, in this. It can be quite a difficult time for women. Mm-hmm. You, you know, I, I know nutrition, well, at least for me, nutrition can be very individualistic. You know, I, I have to figure out what works best for my body. So what works for me may be different for what's for my husband or supports us differently. Now, as a woman, should she start when she gets into premenopause, menopause and postmenopause, should she start to re-examine her nutrition? You know, like because you say you work with women that's in that area of life, that middle age area, you know, and they've made, you know, but a lot of times creatures of habit, you know, we've been eating the same way all the time, but, you know, once they get, once we get into these stages, should we start saying, oh, I need to start pulling in more of this or more of that and so on. What's the difference of uh, that, that our nutrition should be as a 20 year old to, you know, uh, pre-menopause, menopause, post-menopause? Now, great, great question. And there is, you know, what what happens when we go into perimenopause, which is the first phase, um, you know, you, you're still producing estrogen and progesterone, but it, it's becoming a bit unbalanced. And that's when you can start uh, experiencing some of the menopausal symptoms, you know, like hot flashes, weight gain, irritability, et cetera. Mm-hmm we need to take extra care of ourselves so because of the decline in estrogen i think but one thing that we tend to not forget but we don't realize is or many people don't realize how important estrogen is for our overall health and once Mm -hmm. the levels decline and you eventually stop producing estrogen from your ovaries this has an effect on virtually every system of the body so what you can do with nutrition for example bone health is, is key for women when they come into midlife because because of the lack of estrogen uh, we lose bone density uh, mm-hmm. so you, know, you need to be thinking about keeping your bone strong by eating calcium rich foods you know vitamin d rich foods and vitamin k that they're all needed to really keep our bones very you know nice and healthy and also strength training that is key really key for menopausal women lifting things you know you don't have to go to the gym for a couple of hours but just do some sort of strength training so that's bone health and then again because of the lack of estrogen we can start seeing things happening with our gut you know digestion Um, estrogen is needed for the integrity of the gut so when the levels start to decline you know you can start experiencing constipation you can start Mm -hmm. incidents of irritable bowel syndrome go up quite considerably as 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 women go into uh, menopause and postmenopause estrogen is a mother hormone it affects everything and what we what we try to do with nutrition is to really you know give you the support of those specific areas that you need when you come into uh, menopause like bone health heart health you know, we need estrogen for, for the integrity of our arteries and our, uh, our heart health. 
So, you know, you want to think about eating basically get rid of all the processed refined sugary foods because they're not, they're just not good for your full stop but they're certainly not good for heart health and you know mm-hmm. and they cause inflammation in the body uh, which mm-hmm. there's so many a lot of doctors are actually saying now that inflammation you know is is one of the causes of all chronic disease you know mm-hmm. because we're eating we we're in a society where we eat food that isn't nutritious you know it's all about quick fast food with like a list of ingredients that you don't even know what they are on the back what we we, we need to nurture ourselves when it comes to perimenopause and menopause you can't get away with what you did when you were younger you you can't unfortunately you can't you have to reassess and and look after yourself more Mm -hmm. Oh, this is, this is truly amazing. I love that you brought awareness to this because, you know, like I said, a lot of times we're creatures of, you know, of habit, and this is what we're used to eating. And these are the five meals that we make every day, you know, every week, as you know, we kind of stick with the same stuff, but just bringing awareness around the bone health, putting in that strength training, putting in that more calcium and just bringing awareness to that. And then, you know, saying that, you know, it also could you know, affect our gut health about the estrogen and, you know, and this may be where the constipation is coming from because some people may not even understand, like, like I'm constipated. I thought I was eating a well-balanced diet. I don't understand, but you bring this awareness now allows someone to look at it differently, you know, and I thank you. Thank you so much for that. Um, so I would like to just ask you a very basic question you know because this episode is about nutrition what is nutrition yeah what is nutrition <laughs> it's yeah. a great okay. i mean if you think nutrition it, it really is feeding the body with nutritious foods to have optimal health mm-hmm. you know we are what we eat you know yeah. the, everything starts in the gut mm-hmm. Gut yeah. health is crucial for overall health. And I mean, that this is proven in, in research. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a healthy gut, healthy digestive system, you can absorb all the nutrients that you take in because you can still eat a healthy diet. Mm-hmm. Your gut isn't uh, able to absorb and utilize those nutrients and vitamins. You know, you, yeah. you make nutrition. Mm-hmm. Gut health is key. So nutrition is eating foods that will give you optimal health mm. in, in balance it's very key to eat foods in, in balance okay and, and when you say eating foods in balance what do you mean by that like an example a key key thing when you when you're eating it doesn't have to be complicated you need to eat protein fat and preferably carbohydrates from vegetables or whole grains that mm-hmm. that's in balance rather than you know if you if you just eat um some some vegetables for example then you're missing out on the protein and you're missing out on the fat mm-hmm. your body needs fat it needs protein and it needs carbohydrates and if you eat those things at every meal the whole you know, the way your body digests foods that the the hormonal cascade in your body when you eat due to blood sugar and and other things you know it will be balanced Mm -hmm. right if you eat refined carbohydrates 
that go are digested very quickly and are predominantly sugar, that will increase your blood sugar very fast. If you incorporate healthy fats, protein and carbohydrates from vegetables or whole grains, you don't get that spike in your blood sugar. Mm -hmm. Now, now let's keep it. Let's go back to the ABCs. What is a protein? If we have examples, what a protein? So when someone's now listening and they're like, okay, I need a well-balanced meal. I'm used to just going to Shake Shack and getting a burger and some French fries. But now I'm, I, I'm, I have to question, is that a balanced meal? So let's figure out what is a protein when someone's um, designing their plate for dinner? What should a protein look like? Okay, a protein is, is the building blocks of the body and it could be some chicken, you know, a, a, a chicken, some chicken breast or chicken chicken. So it's protein is meat. You know, any form of, of meat is, is protein. Okay, now what about a vegetarian or a vegan or plant-based? Vegetarian or vegan could have uh, soya products like tofu, um, tempeh. You know, you can uh, have like nuts and seeds. Mm -hmm. You need to make sure that you're, it's, if you're a vegan or, or um, vegetarian, you really need to make sure you're getting enough protein. Because when it comes from um, vegetable sources, your body, it's not as readily absorbed by your body. So you maybe would need to eat a little bit more, depending on, on what you're actually eating. Okay. But all, and fish, I mean, obviously that's not vegetarian, but, you know, fish, uh, seafood, you know, all of those things are mm -hmm. proteins. And, and things like, um, you know, milk, dairy products. Mm-hmm. Okay, dairy products and protein. What about beans? Yeah, beans contain protein, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now, the, okay, so those are the building blocks. So um, that, those are our proteins. Now, what is a healthy carb? Yeah, carbohydrates. They, they're always getting such a rap, aren't they? Carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. Healthy carbohydrates are vegetables. You know, mm -hmm. like like a broccoli, all your crucifers, vegetables like cabbage, Brussels sprouts, kale, mm -hmm. uh, you know, all your green leafy vegetables, uh, squash. And then you've got you've they, they still come under the carbohydrate bracket, but things like uh, potatoes. Mm -hmm. And there is nothing wrong with a potato. It's basically what we've done to it that makes it so you know, it's either deep fried or it's covered in some sort of like processed sauce or something. But potatoes yeah. in balance, you know, there are carbohydrates. So maybe if you're thinking more, you know, regarding weight management, then you could cut back on those sort of carbohydrates, mm -hmm. vegetable carbohydrates, whole grains, things like brown rice, uh, mm -hmm. you know, quinoa um wholemeal pasta that they're all all carbohydrates carbohydrates are what turn into glucose and, and create mm -hmm. energy body and you said homemade pasta so we shouldn't get the pasta for 99 cents out the store <laughs> no. so i said wholemeal wholemeal so like brown oh, oh okay i thought you said homemade okay <laughs> You could absolutely make it at home, but it's quite difficult, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a lot of steps to it. Okay, okay, so whole, um, whole pasta. 
yeah like brown you know that hasn't been refined so but what you want to when you think of carbohydrates what i call like the white carbohydrates they're not yeah. you don't want to eat them like white flour bread white bread bagels muffins you know all the things that shoot your blood sugar up because they're so uh, refined okay and then now what's a healthy fat a healthy fat that is fats that haven't been uh, hydrogenated or, or really heated up to, to hot temperatures because that affects the chemical uh, composition of them olive oil brilliant fat wonderful um avocados nuts and seeds uh, coconut oil butter Mm -hmm. they're, they're your healthy sort of fats okay. and when you when you think of olive oil olive oil really is meant to be just put on a salad it's meant to be used cold because mm -hmm. it isn't it doesn't have what they call a high burning point mm -hmm. so if you eat it up too much if you're going to cook with it it can change its chemical uh, composition so it doesn't become as healthy because you've kind of like burnt yeah uh, so if you're cooking, coconut oil is a great thing to cook with because that has a very high burning point and butter as well. Mm -hmm. Are there any other oils that you suggest to cook with? Because coconut oil leaves everything tasting like coconut. Yeah, you can actually get coconut oil that has, um, you know, it's had the flavor, the, the taste taken out of it. So it's neutral. Oh, OK, OK. That uh, is great to cook with. They're really the two I would I would recommend. What about ghee? Sorry, ghee, yeah, ghee's great. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. Okay, so those are our healthy fats. Now, you mentioned refined carbs, the stuff we kind of want to stay away from, but let's keep it real. We're not going to stay 100% away from them because we live in this culture and this time. <laughs> so, you know, birthdays come, celebrations come, and, you know, we get a little taste of it. But what should we be mindful to try to limit in our diet when it comes to refined carbs? Yeah, it's, I totally agree with you. It's very, it's a difficult environment, isn't it? That the food mm -hmm. environment we live in now is, is there's just food everywhere. And it, yeah. it is the refined processed foods. I like to say to people, stay away from like white carbohydrates. So, you know, your processed white bread, eat wholemeal bread instead. Mm -hmm. um, don't eat white rice, eat wholemeal, you know, brown rice instead. There's, there's always an alternative, but really staying away. When you go shopping, when you pick up your product, if you look on the back of it and you see a list of ingredients and half of them, you don't know what they are, don't buy it. Buy yeah. foods that you know what they are. You know, mm -hmm. a chicken, a chicken, a piece of broccoli. It doesn't come with a big list of ingredients. Yeah. And, you know, we are all we're all human. We can't we're not perfect, are we? Mm -hmm. But the 20 percent rule, if you do 80 percent eating healthily, then you've got 20 percent there for for, you know, having a piece of chocolate or a piece of cake or some white bread or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's all in moderation. Yeah. Yeah, moderation is definitely um, key. So you, so 
now can you talk a little bit more because you're a nutrition a nutrition therapist so if you can share a little bit more on what you do to help people with their nutrition so let's say I'm coming to you and I'm like hey I need help um how do you help me I work as I said um before we were talking I work specifically with with uh, women and when they come to me they're normally very stressed very overwhelmed and you know they're suffering from the menopausal symptoms so the first thing I do is really sit down with this person and do an in-depth health consultation I work with my signature program which is a five-step program which is based on the, the key fundamental uh, principles of menopause, perimenopausal and menopausal health. So we, we work together. I support my clients 100%. We talk every week. We find a way that you can implement these things that works for you in your life. Because it's all very well me saying, oh, we should do this, do that. But people are so busy, aren't they? It has to be realistic uh, yeah, modifications yeah. in the life. So I work with nutrition. We, we get the nutrition back on track. You know, we, we nourish the body get remove and rebalance getting rid of things that aren't nourishing to the body and maybe harming the body uh, lifestyle modifications uh, mindset trying to work on a, a more positive mindset mm-hmm. um, and then t- testing and supplementation if needed i mean it's very individual depends on the on the client oh okay i like that you also say you work on lifestyle and mindset um instead of it being you know because it's a nutrition is a bigger bigger picture than just saying eat an apple drink your water and have a good day and I like that you also said your program includes the mindset the lifestyle because it honestly really starts there you know understanding how to make that shift in your mind understanding that you are capable of nourishing your body with healthy foods even though you may have been programmed to do it a different type of way for such a long period of time so that's i'm i'm very impressed that you have that included with your um with your pro with your programming um so yeah very 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 good so we know nutrition is important <laughs> um do you want to give us any do you have any like key factors to tell us, you know, why, you know, someone's listening to this and they're like, okay, I get it. I get it. But like some key factors on or checklists on why nutrition is like really important and that, you know, the shift should go towards nutrition. I mean, we are what we eat, mm. aren't we? I mean, everything that you put in your body will have an effect on how, not only on, on, you know, your, bodily systems but on how you feel yeah you know this has been shown again in research if you know if you're eating again the 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 more processed refined sort of foods you you, Mm know it affects how you your mood it affects how you are mentally you know brain health there's a huge connection between the the gut and and the brain Mm -hmm. so you know nutrition is key to overall health what yeah. you put in your mouth will have an effect on your body. And sure. if you want to nurture your body and look after it, eat, get rid of the foods that aren't nourishing it and eat nourishing foods, which can be delicious. You know, you don't have to think, oh, I'm not going to be able to eat anything delicious again. Mm-hmm. This plastic foods that are so delicious. All you need to get rid of is the foods that aren't nurturing your body. Yeah. 
I like that you said, you know, we are what we eat and guess to be mindful of that. We are what we eat. So you want to, you know, make sure that we're being mindful to, you know, that mindset again, to nourish our, um, our bodies. So if someone is like ready to make the, um, the shift and, but, you know, getting a nutritionist at this point may be a bit challenge, challenging for them for whatever reason, you know, what steps should they start with, with trying to upgrade their nutrition? I think the first thing that I would say is like we spoke about is to start looking at what is on your plate. You know, do I have a piece of protein? It, you should eat protein with every meal. It should be roughly a palm size of protein. Do I have protein there? Do I have some healthy fats? And do I have some carbohydrates, preferably from whole grains or, or vegetable sources? think about you just being mindful of what you're actually putting in your mouth mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be difficult it's you know if you think about that first and then you know we're all very busy think about batch cooking that's what I do I don't have time to cook in the week I do all the cooking at the weekend so then what I've got in the fridge or, or in the freezer we eat during the week mm -hmm. you know things like making a lentil soup uh, having a, a, a chicken in the in the fridge, a roasted chicken, having some salad and vegetables there, mm -hmm. making life easy for yourself. It, you don't have to spend hours in the kitchen every evening. Mm -hmm. So, and one other key thing, I know this is very basic, but you know the water, like we were saying, that is so key for our overall health. It's it's just making sure that you're drinking enough water, mm -hmm. and also another interesting. Thing when we come into perimenopause and menopause there's something there's a um, food sources called phytoestrogens uh, and they are basically plant estrogens and they have a similar chemical structure to estrogen that they're not estrogens but they've been shown in research to help with um, some menopausal symptoms such as hot flashes and the phytoestrogens are in um, linseeds uh, flax seeds I think you call them in the US don't you flax seeds, flax seeds yeah um, yeah wonderful you know a couple of tablespoons of flax seeds uh, every day for you know us menopausal women um have to be crushed so your body can utilize them mm -hmm. really really great really rich in phytoestrogens and a lot of um, vegetables uh, plant-based products have phytoestrogens and soya as well is, is a great source of phytoestrogens there's so much you can do with nutrition. It's just, mm -hmm. it's, it's a conversation you could have for hours. <laughs> oh, so this is, okay. So this is good to know that like uh, flax seeds could help towards the hot flashes. Um, and yeah, I yeah. It, so this is, this is very good information. Um, I, I had a podcast a few months ago on um, seed cycling. Have you heard of seed cycling? Um, well, the, the woman um, talked about the seeds, like flax seeds, um, pumpkin seeds, like all these different seeds. And seed cycling was basically, um, you 
it, it helps you out with your your hormones because you know with your with having your you know your cycle all your hormones are going through these different phases or whatever the case is and one of the seeds I remember was the flax seeds that was in the mix and she said they need to be grounded as well too and basically just at sprinkling these seeds on something every single day a little teaspoon or a tablespoon of them um basically brings your hormones in balance you know what helps with bringing your hormones in balance so it, it so it makes sense kind of like piggybacking off of what she had to say about you know having these seeds every day you know for your every month you know during your cycle will help bring everything in alignment you know make it harmonious mm -hmm. so um yeah it makes plenty of sense so okay this is really really cool um, I mean, I think we covered like the very basics of topics when it comes down to nutrition. And this is a great episode for someone that's like ready to like, you know, take an honest look at their nutrition and see what they can do about it. And bringing in those, you know, that protein, that healthy fat, those healthy carbs and understanding refined carbs, you know, in the U.S., I feel like, you know, most places when you go to is almost everything's being sold on bread hamburgers hot dogs like it's like everything has some type of bread attachment to it mm -hmm. but again even though society is selling us all of these refined carbs it doesn't mean it's right it doesn't mean it's right for your system so with having this conversation it's bringing a mindfulness to it so I definitely thank you thank you thank you so much this is an excellent episode for the beginner that wants to like based on nutrition. But, you know, before we start to close out, I would love for you to share any advice or to on, or topics that we did not discuss today in reference to nutrition that you feel we should like, kind of like hit the table with it. Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's great what you said about that, you know, the, the basics, because one thing with nutrition is that it has to, for, for it to be a lifestyle, it has to be realistic. Mm -hmm. You know, we can all go down and, and think, oh, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do this. I'm going to follow one of those programs. I'm going to, you know, eat this way or that way. But, you know, this is, this is for life. And eating in balance, getting rid of all the refined foods, you know, that is one of the healthiest ways to live. But it has to be, you know, it's, it's lifestyle. It's every day. It's not enough just to do it for a month. Yeah. This has to be how, how we eat, you know, forever. So yeah. it, it's really, um, it is about realistic changes that you can keep. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, just be mindful that this is not a fad. This is not about you losing 10 pounds. This is a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. And enjoying it. I mean, eating's, really enjoyable isn't it it should be yeah. enjoyable. it should be tasty foods and you know if you do have any health concerns you know the it's individual it can be individually tailored to exactly what you need if you know if you have gut issues or you know mm -hmm. what, whatever there's there's nutrition for everybody that can yeah. be adapted to your own preferences and your own health concerns yeah exactly Wow. So amazing, amazing, amazing. But before I let you go, I would love for you to share what does becoming unique mean to you? Yeah, that's a great question. Thank I mean, you. we're all unique, aren't we? Mm -hmm. There aren't two human beings that, that are the same. And I think 
being unique it's, it's embracing who you are and accepting yourself and not trying to just follow the crowd you know pulling out of the herd and and being yourself mm -hmm. because you are unique we're all unique and we're all amazing in in our own way yeah yes thank you thank you so beautiful and i know you have um plenty to offer from your website um i will have all the details in the show notes um so people could just click along but you can share with um any information about your website um uh, with the audience because i know i saw you had like ebooks and recipes and different stuff like that so i guess like if you want to give a quick brief uh, <laughs> description of what they can find over at your website yeah thank you my um as you say, my website's where the best place to, to find all the information. I have a resources page there where you can download, you know, we've been talking about many different things um, regarding, you know, eating style and, and what you should be eating, but there's loads of eBooks there. So, you know, if you wanted, for example, there's one on uh, to how to improve your skin through food. There's one on, um, you know, menopausal health, mood, so there's it gives you ideas and recipes of how to get going some suggestions and, and meal plans so feel free you know if any of your listeners want to download those and if anybody's interested in in contact me or, or talking further then you know i offer free uh, discovery calls which really is where you can we can have a chat and, and see if i can help with your health concerns and the link to book that is on on the under my services on my uh, website and i'm on all social media under alison blard you can find me Beautiful. All of the details will be in the show notes. I thank you so much for being here with me today. Thank you, Allison. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. And there you have it, a conversation around nutrition. Now, I can say, because I've walked in the shoes of eating McDonald's almost every day, <laughs> making transitions from one way to another could be challenging to do all at one time. So just be mindful and hold grace for yourself as you start to think about your nutrition. Maybe your nutritional journey can just start with adding more whole foods to your diet instead of having packaged foods. Because as Allison said earlier on in the episode, you know, checking the ingredients list and if it has a whole bunch of stuff you can't pronounce, then maybe we shouldn't be eating that. So maybe just being mindful of maybe Xing some of all the processed stuff out of our diet and then replacing it with more whole foods. Um, there's many different ways you can go with it, but just by having this conversation, putting this on your mind, go ahead and, you know, challenge yourself to say, what can I do towards my nutrition this week? Remember to hold grace for yourself. And thank you for tuning in to the Becoming Unique podcast. Another episode coming next week. So make sure you guys are staying tuned, keeping up with every week, because like I said, they're coming at you back to back to back. And yeah, I thank you for being here. All details are in the show notes. If you haven't picked up your copy of Your Guide to Bringing More Acts of Self-Care by me, Unique Figueroa, Becoming Unique, make sure you get your copy on Amazon. And 
I think there's going to be a couple of more treats coming, you know, around the Becoming Unique um, world soon with your whole self-care lifestyle. But let me not talk too much right now. So look forward to that. So make sure you're, you know, you're staying tuned, staying, you know, up to date with Becoming Unique World because everything that I'm offering is for all of us to vibrate higher, not just for me, it's for all of us, the collective. So have an amazing week and I will see you guys again next week. Bye.